for the immunocompromised person that's working in the store you just brought him into and he infected because he won't show any symptoms at all and then he'll kill everyone in his path. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 321 with your hosts Randy and Jason. Randy, how you doing? Uh, greatest day of my life. Is it really? I had to go back to the notes. I you had a good day, though? Shh. What'd you do today? <laughs> you, well, you know, work gets in the way. It's the trouble. It does. It does. Uh, my family's away, as I think you're alluding to. But it doesn't really fill me with that much more free time because work gets in the way. So do as a matter of fact, I would say I might even be busier <laughs> now than when they are home. Well, I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. There's so much stuff to do in a house that I never do. Um, you know, tomorrow's trash day, for example. Okay. I never do that stuff. My wife does it. <laughs> oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah, well, because we, you know, it's in the evening and I'm re- I read to the kids, so I'm usually sitting down and reading to the kids while she's running around the house doing all this trash stuff. Yeah, I do it every once in a while, but it's... It's a burden. It doesn't make you feel like you have just everything. Dishwasher needed to be emptied, which is I usually make the kids which, do when they're not here. But t- t- time out, time out. How does the dishwasher yeah. need to be emptied? Because I ran it yesterday. Why'd you run it? Because it was full of dirty dishes. How they kind of they left with a big oh. sink full of dirty dishes. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. So but you're basically the maid cleaning up after everybody at well, the party yeah, weekend, yeah. and then yeah. <laughs> I'm not holding that against. That's just kind of how it happens. But usually we make the kids empty the dishwasher. So they aren't here to empty it. So I got to empty it. But you know what I did? This is, um, I mean, if I lived alone, this would be the way it would go all the time. But uh, I don't know about your partner in life. But mine is very particular. And this wears off on you after a while to the point where you think it's your own sort of way of doing things. The dishwasher cannot be run unless it's spilling over with items. And then if if I add one extra item, that's too many items. That can't go in there. That has to be washed by hand. Just run it the way it is and wash that one dish by hand. Okay. Okay. So two things would happen as they have if I were to live alone or they are away. One is I will pile as much garbage in that dishwasher as I feel like. And if it doesn't get clean, I'll just run it again. Two is I will do the opposite. So I ran the dishwasher tonight, and it has maybe, like, nine things in it. Like, I don't Whoa. care. That's I'm done with dinner. <laughs> I used some pots and pans and dishes and other things, and I had some stuff laying around. All goes in the dishwasher. Run it. Don't care. You don't feel like, like it's uh, wasteful? wasteful? Yeah. No. It's ridiculous. You kidding? I mean, every time you turn on the faucet to wash your hands, you spill gallons of water everywhere. It's probably way more efficient to run the dishwasher. Washing, like, one plate in the sink, you know. Turn on the faucet, wait for the hot water for 25 minutes. People are absurd with these things. Dishwasher's fine. It's a machine. It's its job. Washing dishes. <laughs> okay. The refrigerator's on all the time. Keeping food cold, you're probably never going to eat. Uh, but why, would I, but, why am I not going to eat it? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it goes bad, and then you waste it. Are you being perfectly efficient with your refrigerator, is my point? Um, I don't... <laughs> I don't know, man. I uh, think we do all right. We don't throw away a lot of food. I don't like throwing away food. I don't know. Um, yeah. There's but, another, there's another so, funny item related to this. Yeah, go ahead. As I'm cleaning up. I've been eating a lot of eggs lately. Okay, good. Yeah. And my wife says to me, she says, she says, stop putting the eggshells in the garbage. So, so, okay. There's a new one. Do I need to write this down? Like, are they not garbage? Put them in the sink. I want to clean them off. And then I put them in this jar, and I crunch them up, and I sprinkle them in the garden. I'm like, isn't that where the garbage goes? Because <laughs> we have this big compost bin outside. Mm-hmm. Like, don't we compost and put all of it in the garden? No, that takes too long. I put the eggshells in the garden now, the way they are. So I have a new task, which is basically every time I make eggs, the eggshells have to go in the sink, which seems disgusting. And then you got to rinse them a little, but how much do you clean an eggshell before it's like... It's free of salmonella. I don't, I don't understand. Like, why do they have to be clean? No idea. I don't know. 
cleans them out and then she even dries them out on our little drying mat on the counter that we use to dry the clean dishes. I'm like, this seems horribly unsanitary. You're putting an eggshell on a mat? Like it's it's like a cloth mat. It's weird. This is um I just I don't even I Yeah. So I stuffed the eggshells in this jar in this glass jar and I crunched them all up. It's good. It was good fun. It was, it was, uh, I mean, I, that seems a lot to be a lot for me. That's a lot. There's always things. Yeah, there's always new processes and new routines that need to be followed. I guess. I just don't. Yeah. Okay. This does go in there. Do you this want way more eggshells? Do I want more eggshells? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, we have or eggs. Do you, have you, want lots? Me, you want me to, like, start saving my eggshells for you? No, that's ridiculous. Yeah. What are you going to do? Make a trip to oh, drop off eggshells? That's ridiculous. That. <laughs> Well, the, well, you know that's how I where am you with draw trips, the line. Right? Oh, yeah, all right. My, my parents will do this to me all the time. <clears throat> hey, I've got uh, <laughs> literally it's exactly that kind of thing. I saw you had a jar <laughs> full of eggshells in your counter. I made an egg for myself this morning. I'm going to drive the shell over to your house. You know, they're like 20 miles away. Shell. <laughs> a single shell, yes. <laughs> oh, man. We had dinner here the other night for Father's Day. Every time they come here, they leave stuff behind and they come back and get it. Huh. They left. They left all of their leftover dinners. They're like, okay, well, I'm checking. I'm going through my list, and I'm making sure I remember. I want make. I don't want to leave here without all of my things. They left without all of their things. Next day, they drive back to get it. <laughs> this not like they have anything else to do. Yeah, right. No, it's, Retired. It's I mean, come on. They want to. It, it's like a, the lead behind. It's like a stanza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Costanza. Yeah. I steal. I steal their joy a little bit with their because they have. They have a fancy new motor coach. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh, it's like the fancy new Prius, mm. so it gets like, you know, 80 miles to the gallon or something, which is kind of a lie because it's a plug-in, you know? Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. plug it in, and then it kind of lies about its mileage. And they're like, every time they come over, come on, kids, we're going to go for a ride in the car. And I'm like, nope, I forbid it. They're like, what do you mean? Why can't they ride in the car? I'm like, it's dangerous. What They could sit here and enjoy your company in the yard, as we're doing, or you could take them out and put their lives at risk in your motor coach. Let's just keep them safe. I Okay. <laughs> statistically, they're safer out of the motor coach than in the What? Motor. Statistically, they're safer in their bed than out of it. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. People probably get hurt falling out of bed a lot. But no, I didn't say falling out of their bed. That's that's high risk behavior. No, you don't get they're out sleeping. of the bed. Just, it, it, <laughs> you got to get you stay yeah. in the bed. Mattress is on the floor now. It's perfectly safe. <laughs> no, like I said, I'm stealing the joy. They're terribly dangerous. They have get... full of mites and critters that you can't see to the naked eye. You know. I have my my pick of the litter for as far as mattresses goes. I could sleep in my own bed. I could sleep in either of my kids' beds. They each have a different type of mattress. Uh, and the, the floor bed is actually kind of comfy. My daughter's floor bed. She has now <sighs> eggshells. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry, I gave I gave you a whole. No, it's all right. Yeah, you didn't give me a warning. You know what? It's not any less, like, ridiculous than the news as it is right now. Have you been following any of the news lately? No. What news? Like, the guy that invented McAfee antivirus was found dead by suicide in a Spanish prison today. He's been in prison for a while. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, bizarre. And then right next to it is the, have you heard about this tuna sandwich that has no tuna fish in it? No, I have not heard that. So they tested the Subway tuna fish sandwich, and there was no tuna fish in the tuna. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. I, I guess it's good, but does there's it have like, a little asterisk? I don't know, it? man. All this weird, weird stuff that's happening. I just don't. I I don't hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are things. Maybe we didn't know where McAfee was. Was that the whole thing? Maybe we didn't know where he was, and then now he's no. They they knew where he was. Like he was. He got. Uh, I guess um, we were trying Spain, to extradite. Yeah, Spain agreed to extradite him, and then he killed himself ah, for tax yeah. evasion. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. and then there's like no COVID anymore anywhere. This evening we went out to dinner and ate in a restaurant. Then we went to the excuse me, back to the Kimball Farm. It's crowded, well, super packed everywhere. Just full of people everywhere. Depending just, on what state you're from in it's the gone. U.S., it's been that way for the whole time. But also, uh, there is lots of COVID <laughs> around other countries there. Yes, but here, I mean, yes. have a hard time. Yes. Um, yeah, that that very much was a turn. Took a turn. Although 
Uh, I believe the kids' camp is still going to make them wear masks, which is awful. Really? That's bizarre. Yeah, I got to triple check that. Out, the, it's all outdoor, right? It's not. It's all outdoors. Not that it, that really mattered, but. But that's. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Matter. I, mm, we can debate if you really want to, but. Wait, I thought you were all on board the outdoors thing. No, no, I'm, I'm saying there shouldn't be masks outdoor or indoor. Oh, well, uh, um, I think outdoors makes a big difference. Outdoors, whatever. So anyway, yeah. yes, outdoor camp. They're going to get their funny mask tan back. That's they, weird. They, that is really weird. I'm surprised. I'm going to have to have a little discussion with them because that's like. You're not going to get Except anywhere. when they're swimming, of course. They're, they're not going to change the policy, right? Well, they may. I mean, the older kids are all vaccinated. My son's vaccinated. Everyone, like basically everyone. Oh yeah, over your 12. son is vaccinated. So what? Uh, you didn't vaccinate your son. You didn't because you're worried about poisoning him. Uh, Pretty much yeah. everyone except for your twelve year olds. That's is not vaccinated. true. We're not the only one. Everyone that goes to your church. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. That's a. <laughs> you shouldn't. You should not laugh. At that. But no, I don't even know that. Um, hmm. I. I. Well, no, I don't know. Yeah. Right. Ordering your new chair. Um, do it. <laughs> everyone, pretty much everyone we know is vaccinated. Yeah, a lot of people wise. are vaccinated. vaccinated. Yeah, they rushed right out and got it done. It's great. I mean, so yeah, it would be great, but it's like, it, for me, it would be, it would not, it wouldn't make my life more complicated to have half my kids vaccinated. The younger two are not uh, old enough. Yes. Although in most, yes, it is strange. Uh, since the adults run the world. Yeah. We stopped caring about the children as soon as we were vaccinated. So when you go a lot of in a lot of situations, <laughs> that's not true. They're doing all kinds of trials and tests. We're just we're taking extra precautions with the kids. We don't do as many tests with them up front until we. Well, no, no. The companies that hand out the vaccines are. I'm saying the, the parents of the children uh, have reclaimed their freedoms oh, despite yeah. their yeah. younger their children well, being unvaccinated. <laughs> Right. And a lot of places are treating you as a family unit. So if the parents are vaccinated, they mm. just assume they're just like, okay, mm. all of you are considered vaccinated, uh, which is <laughs> just quite a bit of an oversight. Yeah. Uh, yes. For <laughs> Especially like I also walk around with my 12 year old, like he's vaccinated, right? Cause we were, we'll do, do things, but he's not. And he's not. And we'll say, oh my, he's 14 now, I guess not. Or my 12 year old. And they'll have a sign that says, you know, no masks unless you're vaccinated or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, just ignore it. I'm like, pretend oh, that he's goodness gracious. Should I worry about it? I don't know. Yeah, you should. I nah. mean, especially because you're not for him, for the immunocompromised person that's working in the store. You just brought him into and he infected because he won't show any symptoms at all. And then he'll kill everyone in his path. Then how would you feel? And you'd never know. So how would I feel? I would never know. How am I going to feel? That's that's why you can feel good about it because you can walk around and be like, prove it, prove it, uh, prove it. Uh, nothing uh, ever, nothing wait, ever went you, wrong. You're just saying things right now. You're like, well, you just killed all these people. What? It's a it's a risk thing. You know, it's uh, a oh, here we go. How hard is it to throw a piece of cloth over the kid's face? At least it could quiet him it's down fine. a little bit. Yeah. It's fine. He doesn't. But that. I've teaching since, him to since be a, day one the presumption that everyone's walking around with COVID is ridiculous. The first no, it's a, of this it's a whole good thing. presumption. That's how it. That's how you take care of it. That's how you handle it. Listen, when there was a uh, real non-zero chance that he was exposed to it, or any of us were exposed to it, I was all on board with that. Fine, yeah. I'll play the your, your. There's still a non-zero chance signaling games. Always a non-zero. non-zero chance. Yeah, there's always a non-zero chance. It's a non-zero chance that he has COVID twenty-one right now, right? Or that, <laughs> no, I have COVID twenty-one. But uh, once again, we're statistically. I hear you. Let's see. Once we all head back to the office, everyone gets the flu. Would we all? Everybody is back. Uh, they did. You know, there's a big case of RSV going around the South. And I think my kids might be part of it. They said just the South, but I think it was. If you hear background, my daughter's like right on the other side of the wall playing video games. I'm like, why do you have to play I video did, games? I did like, hear. Isn't it late? Uh, relatively, but I mean, I don't know. Summer. She done it. What is she doing tomorrow? Um, she's doing this, this like exercise class in the morning. She's doing like crossman, like I don't know some some sort of exercise thing. And then I don't know why, because she's up late. Because she's up late. And that's what you're worried about, like the lack of sleep that she's going to get? Yeah, it's late. I'm still all summer. I'm putting my kids to bed at the same time. <laughs> okay. Well, enjoy yeah, that. Sun, yeah. Sun's still up, kids. Get to bed. 
Um, <laughs> well, because then they're just going to be jerks in the morning, and they're they going to be jerks camp. in the morning, anyways. Doesn't matter. That's <laughs> I got. I get. That's what you think I go to the office for. Oh, yeah, even with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> are you sending them all to camp, or is this like? Uh, Mom it's, a, it's like an hour in the morning. It's not that long. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And I don't yeah, know. It's like some fitness camp. I think they basically do like CrossFit stuff. And I, I don't, all of them? I, don't I mean, in the, the whole stuff. summer. What happens for the rest of the summer? Uh, my all one, my other daughter is doing gymnastics like three hours a day. That's just craziness. My youngest is doing like nothing. My oldest, my son, he's up in the woods in New Hampshire. I haven't spoken to him in three days. Um, I don't know. He's up at a camp of his, with his buddy and their grandparents. I think they're like camping out tonight overnight. They might even be in the, like literally in the woods, like hiked into the woods. I don't know. I haven't, like I said, I haven't talked to him in three days. Huh. Okay. We're going to, I think I'm going to go to a uh, Highland next week for a day. Bike park, which the mountain biking park. Is that yep. where you went? No, we went to, I have not been to Highland yet. Highlands in New Hampshire. It's pretty yeah. well known. We went to a place called Thunder Mountain, which is actually just the Berkshire East. They make you say that? They say you have to say it like Thunder Mountain, that. like that? Yeah, that's, oh. that's how you get the discount. All right. That's how you get the discount. Uh, is it like, I, so I'm a little bit nervous because I, I understand that I have to buy a lift ticket and I don't want to do a bunch of downhill. I want to protect my teeth. Oh, it's scary as heck. I know. You see <laughs> double hockey sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are comfortable with that stuff. You're going like 30 miles an hour with trees. No, thanks, man. Not interesting. Slinging by. Is it, I mean, you know how it goes. When you're pointing downhill, I see my watch is telling me I need to go to bed. When you're pointing downhill, the, the your bicycle just accelerates, right? So you can be hard on the brakes. But Gravity, man. That's how it works. Gravity is a, is, a, is a wondrous thing. And then they just throw you at these jumps and you got to go flying off these jumps. You can't, you can't. Uh, what do you mean got to go flying off the jumps? You gotta. You can't hit them halfway. Otherwise, you kind of smash into the top. You gotta oh, like. Great. Fl- a lot of them have lips, right? They don't just kind of smooth roll over. So they have little kickers. Have like kickers on the top. I don't need that. Well, don't don't shatter your other shoulder. Uh, that's a common injury. Where rent? If I have any advice, rent all of the body armor. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh yeah, I wore all of it. I rented the whole the suit of armor from from. Thunder Mountain, and it was awesome because I uh, I didn't crash on any of the jumps, but I did go over. We went down this double black. What they, they, they rate them like the ski trails? Yeah, and it was a much slower trail, but it's basically like you're falling off cliffs and going over jagged rocks and stuff on these very narrow, windy, steep trails. And I dropped off this one big cliff. And kind of shot through the bottom fine. And then I slowed down to be like, whoa, I made it. And I ran right into a tree stump. Good that I didn't see and flew over the handlebars. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, and landed on more jagged rocks. But I had my suit of armor on that protected me. It was fine. Everything was good. <laughs> you rented the slimy armor, though, that people yeah. have been wearing? Oh, nothing. Yeah. yeah, the armor's great. It's like mm. chest plate and back plate. Protects your spine. I mean, you wouldn't have to fall very hard on uh, one of those spiky rocks to really hurt yourself. <laughs> it jams right into your spine. Like, that's going to... I'd rather hit my head on stuff. I'd seriously go helmetless before I would go spine really? protection. Oh, yeah. Because you can move your head around, right? You can tuck your chin, do all this kind of stuff to get your head out of the way. But your body falls on the... Something's got to land on the ground. Hmm. Big, sharp, pointy rocks, rupture your spleen, that kind of thing. Oh, goodness. <laughs> That's awful. What about... Uh, med flighted out of there. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Enjoy, though. That sounds oh, fun. Can we just they do, do some cross-country stuff? Or? <laughs> they do have other trails. I was going to say, they have a pump track, and they have some okay. other trails around that are not downhill things. Supposedly, uh, you can take, like, a one, you buy a lift ticket, and then you can get, like, a lesson, which I'm, I'm about. I, I wouldn't mind having, like, a... Yeah. Lesson for myself or for the kids, the boys, whatever yeah. I bring up there. The kids can be fearless sometimes. Yeah. Well, they don't have an understanding of how long it takes for your bones to knit themselves how back it, together. How can it, it doesn't take theirs very long is the trouble. Uh, gotta, uh, what? Nothing. It's just, the, yeah. They, they're bendy. Bones? They're bendy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
thinking about your bones. Oh, yeah. I've been uh, thinking about getting my uh, metal plate thing removed. Speaking of bones. You, you really are? Why? I don't know. I'm like, I think you're supposed to. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I feel I feel stronger with it in, but it kind of bugs me every once in a while. Oh, really? Like you feel it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like my range of motion up here is gets stuck kind of like there. And, yeah. Huh. But then it's a whole other surgery, and that's annoying. And... Okay. Yeah, that seems story. like that would be traumatic to have that thing cut out of you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Less traumatic than when they put it in. Because they're just, they're just kind of backing out the screws. They're not doing a oh. lot of... Uh... Yeah, but it's like... It, like, grows can... into... Like, it's yeah. like bones grown into it. It's yeah, not like... Yeah. A... There's, like... I don't know how many screws. I could look up the picture. There's... There's... Like eleven screws in there, probably. I don't know. It's a lot. Uh, I asked the doctor early on because he says, uh, you know, after a year or so, you can have it removed if you want. There's a lot right. of ifs in that, right? If right. I want, what do you mean? Should I? I don't know. Well, so there's a whole bunch of screws in there. Won't that leave holes? Yeah. Will the holes? Will the holes fill in? Well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Isn't this your job? No. Aren't you supposed to know these things? Yeah. Nope. It's not science. They're just like, whatever. It might, if your body it's decides not, to fill not, in the holes. It's not science? That's not what they said, I hope. No, I asked that. Oh. This... And that's what they said? It's not science? No. I'm saying that part was hypothetical. Oh, okay, okay. But you just see he's shrugging. I don't know. Good. Yeah. They might. They don't want to commit to anything, because then if something wrong, you're no. before you know yeah. it, you're suing them and who knows what you know commit to anything otherwise i could have like little finger holes i could probably jam like a push a pencil through you know that's weird all right what else are you doing so after next week um i don't want to hear about stupid finger well holes. we're doing camp like full-time camp camp because summer all of these non-busy summer things never work and since my partner's not here and i've already been speaking ill of her while she's away continue on that theme it never works out when it's just like leave it open-ended for the summer the kids lose their minds on like the uh the mom entertainment plan i mean we'll still have the weekends but otherwise they are booked up monday through friday full-time nine to four at camp swimming running jumping Mm. doing whatever who cares and then when they get home you know it's hit the books right we're gonna do a lot of (laughs) Summer studying. You got the bridge books going and all that? Oh, yeah. I have yeah, multiple nice. books. So my, my daughter's doing, actually, already finished two sets of bridge books, as I mentioned. <laughs> she finished the Summer Bridge 3-4 book, and she finished the Brain Quest 3-4 book like a couple months ago. What's so left? I, well, I bought her the Brain Quest Grade 4 book, so she's just working on the Grade 4 curriculum. And... I did. I got her another brand. I have to look up what it was. Uh, I got her another brand that I found on Amazon for a bridge book. I mean, the bridge is a proprietary term, yeah, right? It's a Kleenex. These are these are called Kids Summer Academy by Argo Prep. So I got two more of those. I am just wasting money on these books. Um, <laughs> Why do you mean you're wasting? Uh, who knows if they'll do them? Oh. Are you doing any of them in Spanish yet? No, I tried. She hated that. So my my angle here is just to get her as far ahead in pos- as possible in regular language, you know, okay. English. Regular language. And, yeah. and studies uh, so that when she's in her Spanish class next year, she'll be so bored with, like, everything will be so easy that she'll be able to focus on the Spanish. Okay. Know what I mean? I, in theory. In theory. <laughs> I'm going to try to get her to listen to some Spanish books over the summer. Uh, that could be good. Maybe watch some uh, some football in Espanol. Go! Uh, go! Have you been watching any of the uh, soccer that's on now? Uh, the Euro Cup. The Euro Cup, the Copa Cup, the, the women were playing some friendlies. You know, uh, yes, I did watch the women's friendlies. I'll tell you, I almost exclusively watch women's soccer. And that's not a creepy thing. Maybe it is, and I don't well, know. I mean, let us decide. Uh, <laughs> maybe it is, and I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe it's just uh, just appreciating appreciating them more. Okay, I can't, I can't give you a good answer for that. Maybe it's because it just I'm interested in 
giving my daughter more of an example mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, empowering the women in the playing and that sort of thing. Maybe it's because I don't like the men faking being hurt all the time. I'm on board with that 100%. Because the women don't do that. They're When they fall down, they're actually hurt. Yeah. <laughs> or they get right back up. Or they get right back they up. May they may put like a, a one, a little, a one of embellishment on it, right? Yeah, yeah. a little. Yeah. But then you watch the replay and you're like, goodness gracious, I'd be in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> they did get, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, there goes my chair. Um <laughs> So I almost exclusively watched the women's soccer. Yeah. I, watched, I was watching it before we called tonight uh, in the background while I was loading the dishwasher. I with. watched uh, one of the games and because my daughter wanted to. Um, and so we, we recorded it and we watched it. And then I, I then I was going to watch one of the men's game and recorded it and we never watched it. So I They're all like on was... YouTube. I mean, the women's yeah, friendlies yeah, yeah. are on YouTube. The, the yeah. Euro Cup games are not. Um, it's, it's so good, though. Sorry, I'm really tired. They're just, so strong. Those girls are so, like, all of the players yeah. are, but the women are so strong, too. They just, like, flick, flick with their foot, and then, boom, mm-hmm. they kick the ball, and it's all the way across a giant yeah. field, and you're like, Big oh, hammer kicks. And, like, but it's not even, like, they're just so quick and strong, and, like, they don't even yeah, have yeah. to use the big hammer kicks to get them all across the field. So, my observation, and this is a theory more than anything else, but... And I think someone agreed with me when I mentioned it out loud at once. The the U.S. women's team, they're outstanding. Yeah. But the reason why, one of the reasons why they are so outstanding in their field, because they're farmers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, scarecrow. It's a scarecrow joke. <laughs> it's a scarecrow. <laughs> why is, did scarecrow win an award? He was outstanding yeah, in his field. He was yeah. outstanding in his field. <laughs> it's because... And um, this is a stretch. You'll be, you'll groan and roll your eyes. Is because basically a lot of these other countries are not as progressive. Why do you think Meaning, I'm gonna roll my eyes at that and groan? It's I don't know. Hundred percent no true. Okay. Yeah. I don't know you agree or disagree? So there's still a lot. There's a long way to go for equality, equality, yeah. equity in the the gender. Yeah. So the women's sports in these other countries just does not hasn't been around for as long. They don't have all this Title IX stuff that's right. been going on for decades, and uh, so we have a bit of an advantage there, and when we're taking advantage of it, you know, much bigger pool to choose from. Whereas, they, well, I would, I mean, I don't know they have a bigger pool, but they are much better supported. Better right. supported. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of kind of what I mean. Better supported now kind of leads to a bigger pool. A bigger I team. would wonder if we didn't have. Like, if if we had a strong uh, men's football program, soccer yeah. program, mm-hmm. then I wonder if that would take away from the women's program because more people would be focused on it. But since we don't have a as competitive, I'm I'm trying to be nice. I don't know. Why I'm trying to be nice. I think they can handle it. I think they know that they're not as as good. The men's program's not as good, right? They so, still get uh, paid more. <laughs> that that's a whole nother ball of wax, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's interesting because it's all about the revenue stream yeah, and who's paying yes. to watch. And it's like yeah. the millions of people that are still watching the men who are terrible. And yeah, it's that's 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 part of the reason why I watch. It's a big. Too, it's well a big part, of, and it's not even the people that watch. It's the advertising that gets yeah, right. And that's that's the somebody was telling me once. It's like eighty percent of the money that goes into those things is from the advertising. Yeah. It's not even the. Like the ticket, I thought it was ticket sales and concessions. Nah. It's like, nah, it's TV advertising. That's where all the money is. So like the lion's share of the money. That's all that it's deciding is all the, so, but yeah. So I don't know how that's a, that's one of those problems. Like, I don't know how you fix it because you can't, like, if you were to just start paying them equally, there would be no women's program. It would be bankrupt because they wouldn't have that. They, they don't have the revenue. They well, don't they'd have, have the to money. take, they'd have to take the revenue from the big pool. They'd have to combine the programs. Yeah, but then you're going to like, then the money's going to dry up eventually because there's, if you, like, if you did that. It's then, Robin Hood. You just pay the men less. That's all <laughs> yeah, but then, then even less men are going to play. And then you're, then, then the Fewer. program's even worse and nobody's going to watch. So you're not going to have the advertising. And then possibly. Yeah. So I it, think you hit a tipping point where that doesn't, where that's not the case. Like once they get close and nah. Like, I, I don't know. If, uh, yeah. How much overhead is there? I mean, you could do some. Napkin math on this sort of thing. Pretend it was ground floor. Napkin. I mean, if you yeah. went to your star player today and were like, "Hey, you know that half million dollar contract we gave you? We act, it's actually going to be two fifty because we need to pay the women." Mm. <laughs> you know, you you wouldn't you wouldn't uh, 
deliver the message that way. Although, some <laughs> might. Uh, whereas the European teams are, are that is their sport, right? So you look at these players like Ronaldo and whatever, who yeah. and Messi, who are like billionaires, and it's obscene. Wow, that the the you're right at half a million dollars. I thought it was going to be way higher. Nah, no. Huh. It's not that not that big of a sport. You can go to the, one of the Revs games, and it's like oh, I know it's fun. Sit front row, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. Well, again, but we, that's not the, the. Didn't we just say that that's not the the take is not the the concessions or the ticket it's, sales, yes, but it's, it's representative like, of who's yeah, watching. It's, that's that part's true. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so this guy he makes a ga- base salary of about eight hundred thousand with a guaranteed compensation of one point one million. How does that work? How do they get oh, this guy's making two million? Who is it? Luciano Acosta. Which team? Um oh crap, I just lost it. Oh Luciano. Somebody, Luciano Acosta. Somebody's making six mil. Javier Hernandez. L, for, the LA, for the LA Galaxy is a forward. Yeah, I just looked up it looked it up. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Six mil. But you you're right. The it's you know, there's the majority of them are in the let's see what the the lowest looks like 63k. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of motivation to practice there with uh, an mean, alternate to again, the alternates. They're playing a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Players. I mean, if you could Yeah, I don't know. It might be their second job. Like in that that's some a of it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a tricky situation to be in. Anyway, the, so, yeah, the million dollar players are in the minority here. A lot of soccer. A lot of soccer. Teams. Back to the soccer, yeah. Do that for a couple of years. I want to f- find the women. Is, there is a professional women's league. I have no idea what the. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's the. Yeah, I should know what it is because I was just watching it. Women's MLS salaries. <laughs> the national women's. Oh, my minimum is 22K and its maximum is 52K for the season. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, these are all like second jobs for them. Or they play on multiple teams. They'll play on the nuts. Oh, yeah. A lot of those players. Yeah. They get like, or they they make the U.S. women's national team. So they get money for that. Wait a second. This this is endorsements. The team salary cap rose 5%. To six hundred eighty-two thousand for rosters, which must be between twenty-two and twenty-four first-team players. Huh. We could buy one of these teams, maybe. Six. Maybe that's what we need to do. <laughs> Divided by twenty-four is twenty-five thousand. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Average. That's interesting. That is so low. That is that's way that is lower than I thought. Astonishingly low. So imagine maybe they're paying the top eleven. Even that's really low. Okay. Yeah, but wait. So Five. fifteen dollars an hour no. times two thousand. Oops. That's thirty. <laughs> One hour oh. games. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like, if you're making fifteen dollars an hour, right? That's what yeah, yeah. The, the target is right now. And times two thousand hours oh, a year, yeah. you're making thirty thousand dollars a year. That's base, right? I mean, that's that's net. Are gross, gross. And you know what I was doing tonight yeah. to make a mockery of all of this? <laughs> what you're finish up. swimming in piles of cash? Well, kind of. Yeah, I'm taking oh, burning ordering, dollar bills to burn, ordering new polo shirts for work with custom logos on them. That's the, uh, <laughs> are you really? <laughs> yeah, you're making your own shirts. <laughs> <laughs> what are the logos? I was pasted in the channel. I found uh, one of my daughters. Drawings. <laughs> oh, I, I haven't looked. At, I haven't looked at Slack since I left work. There was um, someone, <laughs> someone we worked with a long while back that had this rainbow sweater they would wear to work periodically I that I loved because it was just so bright and shiny. And like, she was a uh, Latina, so she are yeah. I'm not gonna do the X thing, but so she always wore like very. I feel like it was ethnic. Not you, you know. You feel like that was that. Not that particular, but she always dressed with a lot of like uh style bright, and, and like and shiny. Not, yeah. Not not garish or flair right. or but but it was always like, you know, not the jeans and t shirt that everybody else is wearing there. Oh, right. So yeah. I loved her big bright shiny sweat. Yeah. And then we, we made jokes about I was gonna get like rainbow polos and stuff. But I sort of <laughs> found the my daughter for her art class, it was la- it was last year, a couple years ago, I just looked on her online art portfolio. She made this picture of uh, a unicorn with like rainbow hair and 
it's hilarious to me because it just looks like a stupid horse with a with a horn on its head. Like it's got that stupid horse face. <laughs> it's got rainbow hair and a, and a horn sticking out. What do you mean? As opposed to about a smart horse or what? I don't know. It just they feel like the unicorns look different than horses. It's more majestic, and this thing just looks like a dumb horse. But <laughs> this is your kids drawing, and your kids. it's not majestic it's enough. Kids Listen are the crappiest you. artists. Come on. <sighs> what? <laughs> I mean, they're they're hilarious. So the whole point of having them do artwork is so you can laugh at it secretly. Wow, you're uh, hmm. All right, it's true. Hmm. Okay. Uh, anyway, so that's I th- I'm going to try to get that logo embroidered because they embroider these things. It's amazing. They'll like the machine just kind of figures it out. Embroidered on my uh, my work clothes. So I need to find. <laughs> so- <laughs> Okay. To find the right, the trouble is finding the one that like the, I like the way it fits. So this non-majestic unicorn, yeah, is going to be your new logo. It's going to be my new personal representation. Yeah. People also ask, are unicorns majestic? Unicorns are so majestic because they have magical powers. Unicorns <laughs> have long, luxurious manes and tails that are loose and free. I love the internet. I love it. Have you ever wondered why unicorns are so smart, majestic, magical, beautiful, and fun? If not, then this site is not for you. This site is only for unicorn believers. No non-believers are allowed. Is this Wait, is this the site your daughter made? (laughs) (laughs) Studies show that unicorns are only visible in the eye of the believer. Once you believe, you could have a pet unicorn. Marry a unicorn, have half unicorn, half human babies. The possibility, this took a turn. I think I'm done. I think I'm out. I think this might be like one of those weird. Oh, uh, Google. No, I think it might, I don't even, I think it was like a kid site. That was the whole site. Like I read you basically the whole page and it yeah. had like a big, terrible background. Like when you're creating an, uh, your first web page and like uh-huh. oh, background image equals it's tiled. Yeah. Yeah. Tiled. That's right. Stretch. Nah, tiled. <laughs> Oh, no. That's amazing. Uh, why are unicorns majestic? Okay. Oh, man. Um, Where were we? I don't even know anymore. Wasting money on custom polos. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, how many shirts did you buy? Did you have to buy, I like, 50? I, I haven't executed the order yet. There's all kinds of places and... Now, are you buying them from, like, some sweatshop in uh, Costa Rica or <sighs> no longer China? But Well, not on purpose. The- Honduras? <laughs> I don't know. I, you don't know. I, you're I don't just know. buying them off. That's I have. Nice. There's like 12 different places. I just Googled and looking at, and you can do it right on Amazon. You can be like, go custom this thing, and the buttons are in Chinese, and so it's, there's some 13 year old Egyptian kid that's uh, <laughs> sewing these things on by hand, and you're. Well, some of these like sewing machines. If you want custom fonts, kind of embroidered on your shirt, yeah. now like you get a sewing machine, it'll just kind of yeah, do yeah, yeah. You My can type a sewing it in machine that'll do it. Rant, run through. Uh, have I ever told you about still- my, my Egyptian <laughs> story? I have a, I have a story. That's why I said an Egyptian kid. When we were, my wife and I went and we visited Egypt. This is years and years ago. And we went to Cairo and we went, one of the things was like when you go to some of these countries, you, you, every, you find a ca- taxi driver and now he, uh, he's your best friend and he takes you to all of his brothers and his cousins and it's, yeah. it's all his buddies, right? That are Just some like sort movies. of trade, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's real, like it's a, it's but it's real. Yeah, it's not a, st- it's not like a derogatory stereotype. It's a thing, and you kind of like, if you're a tourist, I'm American. Like I leaned into it a little bit. Like I don't know my, you know what what ends up. I, if you're gonna sell me perfume, this guy that his buddy, right. you know, I, it's, it's, it doesn't matter, right? Somebody selling me perfume, who cares? Somebody selling me carpets. Well, he's like, oh, I gotta take you to this. So one of the things they do there is they will have the kids that are in school. They'll weave these carpets that they sell oh. to the tourists, and then they educate them. So, like half the day is set in school, half the day is spent m- making these carpets. Sweatshop, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but they, but at least, well, at least they tell me they're educating them, right? So you feel better about it. Uh, and then, um, I'm like, oh, well, can I tip them, right? You know, and like, oh yeah, yeah, it's fine, right? Because the the girls obviously playing up a little bit like she's showing me what she's doing at you know like leaning over so i can look over her shoulder her hands are hands are flying across this the the weaving thing Ah. so i'm like yeah i'm like all right i feel all you know i'm like i'll give her some money (laughs) i do this i'm walking out of there i calculate the exchange rate i'm like i don't know how much did i give her 23 cents 
Yeah. I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't even give her a quarter. I felt like such an ass. Why wow. Did... All right. Well, that might have been a lot. I It probably was, but like, that's ridiculous, right? Like, I, and then there's, th- that's why these things are weird because there's no good answer. What if I give her a hundred hours and be like, Hey, look at this idiot American just throwing the money <laughs> yeah. around, right? Like, there's no good yeah, way exactly, to be like, right? you can't put a value on the, the, you know, a sweatshop kid's time, really. Not a fair yeah. one, at least. But. Yeah. I mean, tips are nice. <laughs> I, I, this brings me to a different tangent, which is like, is it better to be an anonymous philanthropist or, so that you're not acting all egotistical about it? Or yeah. is it better to kind of let people know you're doing it to encourage them to do the same? I think there's cases for both. I think there's right. cases for both, yeah. I mean, obviously, when it gets, your Pam Mass thing, that you want people to give because it's like, but it's not benefiting you in any way, right? No, of course not. No. But you're not, you're raising money for a con- enjoyment. Yeah. yeah. What? What? I get to enjoy the event. That's oh, 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 yeah, but you're not raising money for your enjoyment. <laughs> you're raising money for helping kids with cancer. No, no, I'm not, I'm not raising money for me to enjoy the money. I'm raising right, know, right, right, right. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be allowed to participate in the yeah. event. So in that way, it's kind of like when you run the Boston Marathon, right? You can either qualify yeah. or you can get on one of these fundraising teams, and then you get to run mm. if you raise the money. So you sort of, yeah, it's like one of those. I don't know. It's any of these things. You raise money and you get something for free. For helping out the cause. But if I were to like support your ride, yeah, I'd be like, hey, everybody, look at me. I'm giving Randy $50, right? It's like, no, that's not, that's weird because that's. No, you should. I'm drawing it. Well, yeah. it depends on your attention. It's like, if you're drawing the attention to yourself, then it's no good. This is, and as a matter of fact, there's a direct corollary to that, which is on the donation website. When you donate, there's a checkbox that says, Hide my name, yep. keep my name, or hide my donation, keep my donation. So you can, you have two combinations to choose from, three combinations. You could be completely anonymous; no one knows anything except me. You could post only your name and not the dollar amount, or you could post your name and the dollar amount, or I think you can post just the dollar amount but not your name. So you have four combinations, I guess. Uh, and everyone is comfortable with a different thing though what i have found in the past and i have yet to send out my fundraising emails which i should do it's getting close uh (laughs) lower lower maximums this year so or minimums what i've noticed in the past is that if someone gets in there early and to give an example if someone gets in there early and they throw up like a hundred dollars and they leave it visible the next donation will be like a (laughs) hundred dollars oh really the subsequent donations will get pulled up hmm. if they if they do it through the site and they see the previous ones. No kidding. Uh, same goes if it's you know if it's fifty, the next person will kind of match it. Uh, if they're Jewish, they always do like thirty two dollars. This is a real thing. I'm not just being oh, what an anti semite. They they always give weird numbers and they have to do with something and I never remember what it is. It's like thirty six. 72. Is it just because they're picking up the uh, or credit change. card fee? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because it asks you. As well. It says, it does, yeah. do you want to pay the, the credit no, card? No, 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 no. Transaction I, fee. I type this. Why do... I always feel bad typing it this way. Jeez. <laughs> Are you really yeah. typing in? Uh, amounts of money. <laughs> Are you serious? This is a thing that's yeah, happening right now? It's, in Hebrew, each letter has a numerical value, blah, blah, blah. 18 is a popular number. That's why it's 36. What did you... Why... Did, uh, what did you search? <laughs> why why do uh, Jews give weird amounts of money? Weird, you said? Odd. Weird, weird, weird amounts of money. Why do Jews give gifts or charitable donations in multiples of 18? That's exactly what it is. It's always, uh, it's always 18, 36, whatever comes next. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Don't put me on the spot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Don't put you so on the spot. I mean, you, you, you did not. You I did. meant with adding eighteen to thirty-six. Okay. Forty-eight. All right. No. So thirty-six, thirty-six is the is the number to give. Although maybe 50, you can't give fifty-four. Seventy-two. Yeah. Okay. All right. Today I learned. <laughs> you know what else I learned this week? I learned that Saudi Arabia is importing sand. Amazing. Yeah. And you know like why? Dubai? They're buying you know. sand from Scotland, among other places. 
because <laughs> this is a real thing because the sand that I mean, obviously, if you look at the map of Saudi Arabia, there's quite a bit of sand there. Yeah, it's a lot of sand. Yeah. But the desert sand is too smooth to be used in like, in like uh, cement. Yeah. So they need to buy ocean sand or they use ocean sand. And uh, I guess they don't have enough. And so con- these countries that are like building rapidly, like a lot of construction, like Saudi Arabia, uh, are are importing sand. <laughs> Which is amazing. Desert sand is no good for concrete. So there, there, right there. You and I should quit our jobs. <laughs> throw some seed money in this. Figure out a way to make desert sand concrete. Yeah, look, this is a whole Google thing about this. this is amazing. And then, like, whole beaches are being, quote unquote, stolen, which is amazing. Um, yeah. So here's here's how I got on this tangent, right? So this weekend I went camping with the Boy Scouts. We did like 36 miles on the bicycles, which is hilarious, and a whole bunch of stories can come out of that, uh, including but not limited to like uh, some of us adults don't aren't um, don't have a uh, good assessment of our own abilities anymore. <laughs> um, and yeah, so and also another thing is I hate riding bicycles in packs. I just absolutely oh, so I, loathe yeah. it. I cannot, I, the whole time I'm like, n- so nervous. I'm like, someone's going to mess up. You were on the road? Up. Not most of it, but you were on the Cape, Cape Cod bike path and parts of it, you have to like get on the road and you know, anyways, and yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. With yeah. a, I hate it. Yeah. it. And yeah, anyways, but yeah, and I'm just the whole time, I'm just like, I'm knife's edge, just like, ah, oh, I hate this. Okay. But we went out for ice cream. Yeah, as you do, and uh, so it was with some other other ki- other boys that are you know between the ages of like I think they were all like between. Oh like man, there's already a company that did it. Ninth and forty. Yeah, of course, dude. They're importing it. What do you think? <laughs> oh, no, they, no. though the the repurposing this, the sand, roughing it up. Called Finite, founded by researchers from Imperial College London, created a material composite made with desert sand that serves as a more sustainable alternative to concrete. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm telling you. So this was the whole thing. Like, I was like, well, so, and I was just like, kind of asking the kids, a little, I was joking around with them a little bit. I'm like, so what do you guys do? Cause they're talking about YouTube. I'm like, what's the, name some channels that you guys like listen, watch or stuff. And one of them was, oh man, now I'm going to forget it. The whole point of the stupid story. Mr. Beast. No, that was the thing. They're like, oh, like, we hate, like these guys were. Oh, wait, was it the educational one? They were like all these educational channels. These kids were all like super nerds. Yeah, the one with the funny name that has a K in it. Well, no, they had a whole long list of them. One of them was half as interesting, which was, um, it's like a six minute thing. And it's, uh, who were these kids? They were like high school kids in town, right? All right, high school kids. Yeah. All right. So they've gotten over the hump of boring. My son has not, and which was sort of the thing. I was like, oh, low quality, you know, like a boss YouTube videos that are never. Yes, they were like, oh, those stupid. uh, What they call them? Prank, not prank videos, but well, some of them are prank videos. Uh, yeah, they're just a lot of stolen content that are. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then they were they were talking about other stuff, and um, oh, there's a lot of. They were talking about. Just a different, like how, oh, I watched this, yeah, but that guy, and then, then I, I chimed in on their conversation. The guy's like, oh, yeah, he's like a hyper, uh, he's like a super hyper socialist. And, you know, I like some of his content, but then I have to like feel like I need to balance it out. And I'm like, I'm like eavesdropping a little bit. We're in the car. So I'm not, like eavesdropping. And I'm You're like, high schoolers in the car? What's going on? What do you mean? We went to get ice cream. We drove, to get, drove to get ice cream. I wasn't driving. Let that go for right now for the purposes right. of the car. And so I was like in a small, like there was, there's five kids in the car and two adults. And I was just listening to them talk about different things. And they, they want, they started talking about different YouTube channels they listen to. And the one kid was like, yeah, that's a hyper, he's a hyper, he's a hyper socialist. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like, so I I watch a lot of him. He's got a lot of good points. And I'm like, what the heck? And then they were talking about other politics and like, oh yeah, sometimes I watch Stephen Colbert because I have to balance out some of this. And then. He's like, and then he was saying something about something that was too liberal. And I was just like, what? I'm like, this kid's in 10th grade. I'm like, right. I'm like, you guys, my influence, but when you, when I was your age, I was like trying to convince my parents to let me watch the Simpsons. That's what I was watching. <laughs> that was my influence. <laughs> and then they started ragging on the Simpsons. And I was just like, moving oh, on because the Simpsons yeah. are hilarious and an amazing piece have, of my life know. has been 
foundation. <laughs> like yeah. you need to spend a little less time on YouTube watching uh socialist commentary, and I'm like, oh my gosh. So, uh, so I yeah, and then I saw that I started asking. They, they smarter every day was one that kept coming up. That mm-hmm. one I think we've mentioned on the show before. And then I was just like, wow. So you guys don't, I'm like, you guys know who Mr. Beast is? And they're like, and they all groaned and they're like, oh, we don't watch that garbage basically. I'm like, huh. All right. So I got to like work on my son a little bit. Cause <laughs> it is garbage. He's either watching garbage. Minecraft videos or Mr. Beast stuff. And I'm just like, uh, yeah. I mean, th- some of the Mr. Beast stuff, I guess, has pivoted a little bit. It's not, not as like pranky as it is. It's no, it's not weird... pranky. It's just it's all these challenge challenge stuff, challenge videos, and his whole focus. I think I did watch one video on his like on how he, why he what he makes, like what his whole shtick is. Yeah, and he's basically explaining. He's I just take all the money that I make from videos and put them back into videos. Yeah, and and the easiest way for him to do that a lot is just to give it away and so now he has this like group of his friends that he employs and yeah. he's constantly just giving them money for these different challenges and different things yeah. and some of it's just like stupidly absurd and it's all just for getting views to get more money to but it works right and and it's i know it's, it's <laughs> enormous amounts of money and then like a lot of the stuff's donated right i bought the world's largest mystery box at five hundred thousand dollars right? right and it's right. got like a car in it and a bunch of other stuff, right? I mean, it's right. bizarre stuff that gets donated. And yeah, I mean, yeah. it's entertainment, yeah. right? I, it, it's entertainment. But the fact that these guys are like watching pol- political commentary and I, to some degree, I was like, you're too young for having to worry about all this kind of. All right. So I got to get into my son's society. YouTube channel and subscribe him, which I can do because I can log into his account. <laughs> subscribe him to half as interesting. There's a lot of good stuff in here. And that other educational channel, which is called like Kyrgyz, and it's got some K's and R's and Z's in the name. I never know what it's called. Kyrgyzstan. Yeah, that one. I just started typing K U R Z, and then really? <laughs> that's what came up. In a nutshell, K U R Z. Yeah, Kyrgyzstan. Video- that's the one. Videos <laughs> explaining things with optimistic nihilism. <laughs> it's they're super cool. The animations are super cool. Oh, I think and I've seen get... this guy before. What was the one I saw on here? <laughs> Can't believe that worked. <laughs> I know. Uh... <laughs> I'm telling you, like, for like, Google is amazing. Like all the stuff that it can do so fast, right? I just type well, random letters and it figured I out. I did what remember. I... I did say. Kirby's... Yeah, you did. It's got some K's. <laughs> you said that, but it's like, uh, yeah. yeah. How? What's what's a good one here? There's all kinds of good ones. The origin of consciousness. The billion ant mega colony and the biggest war on Earth. What is intelligence? What are you? The largest star in the universe. There's like a pretty cool one compares it to our star. So, so what's your tech policy this summer? Um. Well, this is a good question. This is like the hardest thing for me right now. I mean, I've been phasing out a lot of it anyway. The the they're going to be at camp all day, like I said, and I'm going to make them bike back and forth. So what? Nine to five. Yeah, pretty much. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. So they're and they're biking there and back most days. We'll probably carpool a couple days with some other people. Mm. Uh, and it's four miles each way, and I have to I got to train them on how to get there because it's a confusing path through the woods, uh, and they're gonna get lost and they will have no way to reach us. And then who knows? Mm. <laughs> we good, bought a fun quick fun rabbit trail. We bought a burner phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's our that's gonna be our solution this summer. Like, oh, we want to go do the thing. Bring the phone. So bring the phone. Yeah. Um. I mean, he usually just kind of hotspots the Wi-Fi and stuff, different places. But you can't do that in the middle of the wildlife refuge. So, yeah. <laughs> what what's tech policy? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I'm really gonna be hammering him with the bridge books and the camp and the piano practicing to get him moving on music still and. And then all the prep work for theoretically, maybe potentially getting some applications for private school. So we we went to a post soccer season pool party, mm-hmm. and this is what's really interesting about this stuff. One of the he's they're all having the time of their lives. I mean, this was like you know one of those amazing evenings they'll remember forever because they're <laughs> one of their friends in town that has this. It's kind of a it's kind of inconspicuous, but they have a heated pool in their backyard. It's all got it's really nicely laid out and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, deck and grill all built in, and the, the pool's heated, so the kids loved it. So they're they're swimming till like 11 p.m. We were out there Saturday night, like really late, 
just big group of soccer boys goofing around, throwing stuff at each other. Uh, and I was hanging out with some of the parents, um, talking with, anyway, long story short, one of the kids during COVID, he was already going to like a, a private school. And during COVID, he applied on his own to some private high schools. And I was talking with his mom and, and it's like, no one knew this stuff or it just kind of, they just kind of gloss over it as if, yeah, that's just what he does. Cause that's where he is and that's where he goes. And, but if you try to make a change, people question why you're changing. What's wrong? You know, what's wrong with our town? What's wrong with the school? Why do you want to go somewhere else? Like, but he, but he, they're, they're already going somewhere else. How come you're not yelling at them? Like, so it was just, it was interesting. Cause then I was explaining to my son, I'm like, listen, he, the kid you were wrestling in the pool with for three hours, go, he on his own. His mom was explaining this to me, like, on his own, he chose a school that he wanted to go to for their hockey program and where it was and all this stuff. And he applied and he got in and he can't go because they can't afford it. Uh, so, so he's going to a different day school somewhere else. They can't afford it. They're getting help with and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and, you know, I'm trying to explain this to him, like, talk to him, like, go talk to him about why he's interested. And in, in... anyway, you asked me about tech policies for the summer. But that... <laughs> This had something to do with it because that's what I'm going to be all over them about is can they use tech? I don't know. But they're not going to have that much time. Mm. We're going to be doing things each weekend. So on the weekends, we're not away and have other plans if they're messing around. Who cares? It's there's not it's not going to add up to much. It's kind of my attitude. They're going to be at camp all day. So if they space out at night a little bit, no big deal. All right. And then they're going to sleepover camp for two weeks and they're not allowed to have their devices at all. So Right, right, right. So that's a big stretch. Uh, I'm so conflicted about it because it's like I want – it's just summer and they're supposed to recharge a little bit and like have some more free time. And it's like I, – I, 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 my mom, my parents didn't get on my case about playing tech when I was a kid. I definitely don't remember them being like – Didn't exist. Though. You mean like I mean, what, I, Well, I had a Nintendo, right? And I, <laughs> But I think – and you do raise a good point here. The game was so much simpler then, right? And it was like I didn't have – infinite inform in entertainment on YouTube. I mean, that's basically what it, YouTube is. There is infinite content on there, right? And, uh, I mean, I would play it and I would get bored with the Nintendo and then I'd go find something else to do. I'd find friends to hang out with and do something. The, the tech this day is, there's not, it's, it's infinite. You can never get bored. You can always be interested and you can always find stuff to do. Mm -hmm. You can always be distracted with some other Mr. Beast video. Yeah. I mean, even just clicking through like a couple of these links. And then once you start, right? Like I just subscribe to that and <laughs> half his interesting. And, and then I'll, I'll some, it's going to push something else at me. That's fine. That that's in the same vein. And then I'm gonna be like, Oh, that's cool. Watch a video. And these, to me, we're like, don't want, <laughs> I get not wanting our kids to sit here and veg out, but the amount of work that goes into these videos to make a 22 minute video, that's a freaking sitcom, right? That's a sitcom. That's a Cosby show or a, maybe a bad, bad example, but a uh, family ties, right? That's like a, or I don't even know what sitcoms are on now. What TV show, the office, those are 22 minutes long. And these people in their basements are making 22 minute videos or hour long videos about different subjects. And, and to me, it's amazing. Um, it's not all garbage. And I don't know, but I just don't know what the right policy is. There's, I think they would just stop and veg out forever. My, well, I guess my answer is my policy is avoidance uh, by signing them up for other things. So yeah. I couldn't possibly have time. They're basically not in the house, not near the devices. They're out running around. And then when they get home, I'm not going to care as much if they do sit down, but uh -huh. the next day they're going right back to camp. So but then matter. the problem is like, if you, if it's like that, then it's, it's becomes all or nothing for, at least in my house. It's like they want it so bad because it's forbidden. I don't know. Oh no. I don't think that'll happen. They'll be too tired. Ugh. I'm not the, oh, your kids. Yeah. It does happen to mine. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like, I missed you. Uh, YouTube. Yeah, no, yeah. they they like can't turn it off. They just. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe it's a bit more of a. It takes 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 some time to wean wean them off, right? Stuttering a little bit there, like they should get used to it after a while. Not having it, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I noticed. It's all right. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. As we will, we're going to probably be some hit or miss here this summer too, fellow fa fellow listeners. 
Oh, on the uh, recording. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I never even did. I never, never um, I can't, can't confess. I was going to say I haven't looked at the mail, but of course I've looked at the mail. Uh, so if you've written a mail, I thank you. We're not going to read it on tonight's show. Uh, we'll get it. To, we'll get to it next week. It's okay. We haven't published the last show yet. Either. Yeah, it doesn't look like uh, Eric Jones keeps writing in. Doesn't look like anyone's emailed us. Eric Jones. Eric is he jo- selling us? No, Something? yeah, he's selling us. He's got a lot of good business websites like yours. Many of them have great content. But ah. all too often, they come up short when it comes to engaging and connecting with anyone who visits. I get it. Studies show seven out of ten people land on a site, abandon it. I had one other thing I wanted to tell you. Hit me. I don't know if I should reveal this. This is the reason why Chris is not recording, right? Uh-oh. So. I don't know that I want to. <laughs> Go on. No, it's not that in-depth. So my son... I said, uh, we had soccer oh, last week. Doesn't matter. My, I had my daughter's soccer last week, and I looked at him and said, you're, you're coming with me to soccer, to her soccer practice to hang out, because no, there's no school today. You're not in camp yet. I don't want you sitting at home being near the tech, basically, was my angle. Like, you're getting outside. You go use the soccer kick wall or hang out with the other kids that are there. I don't care. Run around the fields, run laps, bike in the woods. There's trails. But I want to hang out with my friends. Tell them to meet you at the soccer fields, because this is what will happen. He'll say... I want to go ride. I want to go ride bikes with my friends. Yeah, we're gonna go. You know, soon, and then he won't hear from them, and like three hours will pass, and he'll be like, "We're gonna go at two. We're gonna go at three. We're <laughs> gonna go at four. He just keeps pushing the schedule back based on mm-hmm. all of their replies, and in the meantime, he's just doing nothing. So I'm like, "No, you're coming with me to soccer. If you want to go out with your friends, tell them to come get you at the soccer fields. No big deal." <sighs> so he's like, "No, no, 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 no. I don't want to go. Um, I got in touch with." With my friend, who's a, who's a girl. Ooh. And he says, we're going we're gonna to go out bike riding together. I'm like, just the two of you? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. And so he leaves immediately. He's like, I, we have to go now because she has to leave later. And Yeah. Uh, I said, okay, fine. That's fine. Go. And he leaves. So my daughter and I are biking to soccer. And on our way there... As we cross, there's a bridge you cross on the rail trail mm-hmm. in my town. Well, next to the bridge was a pair of bicycles, mm. one of which I recognized as my son's, mm-hmm. uh, because <laughs> because a popular place to hang out, I guess, is under the bridge. Mm. <laughs> uh, that yeah. seems a little... Uh... It seems a little suspicious. Yeah. Did you like peek in at him or are you just uh No, I did I did yell hello as we rode over the bridge. <laughs> did you get hello. that back? Yeah. Hello, Mox. No, I didn't get I didn't get that back. You didn't get anything back? I didn't get anything back. No. <laughs> and I looked at uh, I looked at my daughters who were riding along. I said, uh what do, you, what do you think they're doing under there? She was all giggles. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know though. I asked him later. So this is a... It's, like, what are you guys doing under the bridge? Nothing. Just talking. Okay. Just talking. Talking about what stuff? Could have talked anyway. Yeah, that's what I, I get all that too. Though <laughs> it's so hard to be like, huh? <laughs> oh no, he told me what they were talking about. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. He gave me all the stories and stuff. Oh, so you, uh, so he made up a story for you, huh? No, no, no. I don't think it was made up. She had a sleepover last night with her friends, and they thought they heard an animal. And it was like big, long, involved story. <laughs> Well, he's listening at least. That's good. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. what I said. Like, yeah, good listening, buddy. Make sure you the drop com- one of those. You know what, though? The communication, is, I hate now with this. This is my son does the same thing. And he's like, I'm like, we'll go see if we want a friend's go. So he'll go and I'll send an instant message across yeah. the internet. And it's like, and then he like checks the computer every five minutes to see if he got yeah. a reply. And he's just getting more and more agitated because he's, you know. That's just ag- aggravating when you're looking and nobody's responding. You're like, I don't, I want to go to the thing, but I got to have a friend and he'll come, but he needs to get, <sighs> pick up the phone, man. And now I, I don't, this is happening. I don't think this is probably not happening to you, but now it's happening to me is I'm the intermediary between my kids and my kids, friends, parents. Like, yeah, Terwilliger wants to know if Susie's available. And so Terwilliger's dad will text me and be like, is Susie available? And I'm like, uh, why doesn't Terwilliger call Susie? One, I'm in the office. I mean, I'm out of the house. And two, yeah. 
like I don't know what's going on. Like why would yeah, I? Yeah, you got to hand off the connection sometimes. Yeah, and just be like one you, of them. You two worked. communicate directly. Yeah, know? I got one of them that it's working now. That the kids calling the house and uh, yeah. They're talking on the phone. I'm like, that's what we have the stupid phone for. But a lot, a lot of people don't have landlines anymore. We still have a landline just for this part. Oh, you have a landline still? Yeah, we have a landline. Yeah, because I don't want to be dealing with people. We don't. But they could, um, they could call the computer. You know, they could FaceTime that kind of stuff. I guess. But then I had my kid would have to be like logged into a computer somewhere and available for it to ring, which I don't want right. that either. Right, 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 right. Right. So I'm just like the thirty dollars or whatever, twenty dollars, whatever I pay a month is more worth it for like somebody needs to get a hold of my kid. They call that phone and it's like, I don't know. Someone did it to me at work today. I was like, so and so go to the pool. I'm like, I'm at work. Yeah, I know, but your wife is the doctor. I know you're at work. Well, I'm like, <laughs> what the? How? Like, I. So your kid was home alone. Uh, well, yeah. So that was the other thing. I thought my kid. So my second, my 10 year old was home. I get, yeah. Well, she was home with my 12 year old while the eight year old was at the doctor with my All wife. Right. Okay. It was just like, oh, this is so weird. Why are you asking me? Well, your wife's at the doctor. What? Okay. I guess the doctor is like, I'm, eh, well, well it's clear they messaged your wife first. She said, I'm at the doctor. <laughs> well, no, because I know I, I was texting my wife at the same time. Uh-huh. I'm like, you in touch with so and so? Yeah. Do you know? Oh yeah, yeah. No, how you know, ten year olds got to be home at t- at five because we're leaving. Okay, that's what I thought. But it's w- just a weird angle. But so this is not like uncommon though, where I'm the intermediary here, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, stop this. This was never the way that it was when I was a kid. It was like I called and it's like, hey, is Dave around? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah. Who is? Who may I say is calling? Yeah. That, don't get me going there because it's the other thing. Hello. 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 Hmm. Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> and half the time what? I know, know the kid is because I yeah. can recognize the voice, but it's like, hello? Yeah. Jason? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was one of my friends' name. My, one of my friends growing up, his name was Mark and his dad's name was Mark. And was every Mark, time yeah. I'd call, hello, is Mark there? <laughs> hello? I was, I was hoping to talk to your son. Okay. <laughs> it's like, you knew that I was, I felt, I feel like they were being a little, uh, obtuse about it like oh yeah very much you know that's our job isn't it 10 year olds calling i'm not calling for the dad you moron (laughs) not me hello is mark there no it's hello is mark there you know it's ridiculous uh yeah anyways those are all good stories so we should uh cue the music Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.